Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party except for our druid. So starting off, we have our bard. Hey, it's Lauren. I'm playing Vala, the Asimar bard. Our warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing Necro. Our barbarian. Hey guys, Koo playing Pahokwe. Our rogue. Hello, this is Elise playing Leonara. And our fighter. Hey everyone, this is Nick Asnalos. So when we last left off, our party was in the dungeon under the thieves' city of Helmarvis. And they had just sort of gotten the message together that down here they need to find some some way to raise this being known as the Walker. And so they ventured forth into the first of three possible hallways, dodged some traps, and now are being actively attacked by a unknowable size of skeletons. Do you guys do anything before you roll initiative? You have like a half turn, basically. Um... I got nothing. I think the last thing I did was ready my shield and my javelin, but I'd like to ready my javelin so, like, the blunt end is forward. Mm -hmm. So you said it's dark? Well, it's there's no proper light sources. Like I said, there was torch tonches in the last main chamber, and there are torches and brazers to be lit along this hallway, but they haven't been. So There's also my of, drift globe. I was going to say, so outside of Pahokwi's drift globe, which produces 20 feet of good light and then 20 feet of dim light. You guys are kind of walking in the dark here. So you can see, like, at the edge of your light, like 40 feet ahead of you, mm -hmm. there are skeletons coming, but you don't know how many. Okay, well, I would like to cast, um, if we have, like, sort of a half turn. Sure. I'd like to cast uh, light. Okay. As a cantrip. Sure. So how much feet of light does that give you? Let me look up. I think it's 40 feet. So it's like basically the same thing as the drift globe, but it's a more powerful light. Um, uh, it's 20 feet and okay. then dim for another 20 feet. So I guess same. exactly like cues. Um, but I can cast it. Um, like 10 feet away. Yeah. So you can I like. Guess cast it on a source and that'll can that can kind of extend your vision as it were right i'm gonna cast it on i guess like the ceiling or something 10 feet away okay so that assuming the ceiling is like low ish okay if the ceiling's like super high like a, a big cavern i probably couldn't i couldn't reach it but no 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 you guys are in a okay. relatively compact hallway it's like 10 feet wide maybe 15 feet tall okay I think the way I think the the metric we used is that Chesapeake could move through these hallways, but it would be like nothing could get past Chesapeake either it's direction. Rough. Is Chesapeake our form of measurement? I love. <laughs> yeah this this hallway is one Chesapeake in size. Yep, that's perfect. That's why we're going sideways? Yep. All right. So there are five skeletons you can see in total, and they all seem to be armed with a single longsword and like one of them has a shield and roll for initiative. Uh, 
nine. I got a 16. I got a 12. All right, let's go ahead. Eight for Nalos. And. Uh, 18 for Pahok. Okay. All right, so Pahokwi, you are first. Oh, wow. Well, you said 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a skeleton a little bashy bash. Okay. Roll to hit. <laughs> Five. Okay. Uh, you You miss pretty hard. Do you get another attack? Uh, yeah. Well, you want to take it? I am. I'm rolling. All right. 18. There you go. Much better. You hit the skeleton. Yeah. Bonk. That's the end of my turn. Well, what's the damage? Oh, sorry. God, I'm so fucking, like, all over the place. You're good, bud. Just figured, you know, you don't want to do your favorite part. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. It always throws me off because I go push to talk for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually, like, not. So what's your damage? Oh, I thought I said it. Five. Five? All right. Yeah. So your blade doesn't hit as strong as you'd like to. Maybe it's just the way skeletons are constructed. You know, you don't get to hit meat. But your blow mm-hmm. still sunders the skeleton into dozens of pieces, and he scatters across the floor. Next is Vala. Um, just one sec. I had to change my plan because these are undead. Right. I was gonna, like sleep them mm-hmm. but i read the details on that right the undead are generally not vulnerable to that so what's the move um okay i'm gonna do shatter is that or yeah it does like even... sonic damage in an area yeah yeah so does it impose a saving throw on them yes um they must make a constitution saving throw okay what's the dc on that um my dc is uh 14 they all failed roll damage sweet Fuck them up. Oh, um, let's see. Each creature in 10 foot, a creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save. Oh, nice. Okay, 18. Yeah, all of the other four skeletons are just ruptured into 
dozens upon dozens of fractured bone pieces and scraps of leather and chain. Sweet. I hold up my finger like finger guns and like uh-huh. blow off the smoke. <laughs> All right. So the hallway is clear before you. I give an echoing hell yeah down this hall. It echoes for not very far, actually. Okay. Well, back at it. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So moving on, I take it. Uh, yeah, that startled me. Sure. So you guys proceed a short, maybe. <laughs> Lauren, whenever you get a text or something, we're hearing those vibrations. It's cracking me up. Uh, I was actually startled for every single one of them. <laughs> that's, that's the I was startled for the first one. Uh, yeah, I say, that's, that's her casting shatter. She's still echoing. Right? All right, so you guys proceed for another 30, then 40, then 50, and it just this hall continues. And then about 60 feet later, uh, make a perception check. Whoever's in front. I think that was Pahoogly, um, wasn't it? Me and uh, Nara, yeah. yeah. I was checking traps, um, and I was telling everybody to be super careful because there's things on the walls. Yep. So I probably would be first. Um, so perception. Oh, was that a nine or a six? Oh, man. Uh, I got a nat 20. Okay. I got an 11. All right. So, Pahoogly, you sort of stop Leonara, and you go, look. There's something on the ground. Look, there's something on the ground. <laughs> so, Leonardo, you recognize this immediately. It's a pressure plate, like the like the spear trap you saw before. Okay. Um, and just to clarify, because I remember I had to ask this last time, um, is there a noticeable difference between the pressure plates that uh, cause... You know, the spears and things to go out compared to the um, plates in the main hallway that we had to manipulate to open the doors? No. Okay. Well, yeah, there is, but, like, it's much less obvious. Um. So, I mean, just looking at this, like, can I tell if this looks like... Yeah, like I said, this. you look at this and you're like, this is the exact same setup as the last spear trap 60 feet ago. Okay, then I just go, hey guys, don't step on this. Like I've done with the other ones. And you see that there are a pair of door ones on either side of the hallway past it, like before. Or those ones too. Do I I have this? Hold on. Are you drawing this out, Nolas? Do you guys want to keep moving can I, forward? Can I take a piece of chalk and just, like, make an X on the wall here? Sure. I had extra ink over um, from when I marked the doors, so I can sand that over. That's fine. I was just going to use chalk since I assume these are stone walls. Yeah. Smooth and masoned. And there's still the the braziers and torches to be lit. Okay. <clears throat> so we keep going and just avoid the the pressure plates again. Okay. Right. So 
you guys get past all that and, you know, in about 15, 20 feet, you know, slowly moving down the hall, making sure you don't trip on anything. You can hear the clattering in the darkness ahead of you and breaching your drift light. You see some amount of skeletons coming towards you. Guys, there's an amount of skeletons coming towards us. Um, I'm going to, similar to before, use my time before initiative to cast light. Okay. It reveals that there is a squad of five skeletons. All in similarly disheveled gear and mostly swords with the occasional shield. Roll Still for initiative. Stuff ready. Oh, why have I been rolling like crap all night? Nat one. Ooh. I'm gonna throw this out there. You're probably still going ahead of me since you add your initiative bonus. Oh, that's true. Six. Eleven. All right. Next. I got an eight. Eight. I got a 21. 21. And Nala's. Five. All right. Vala, you're up first. All right. Um, let me just look one thing up. I don't... Oh, so much pressure to go first. You can always just hold your action. Okay. <clears throat> I've always wanted to, I've wanted to use this for a while. So I'm going to use um, Enemies Abound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I force one creature. You can see to make an intelligence save. Uh Oh, shit. Can skeletons be frightened? I don't know. Can they? I don't know. Can they? (laughs) Can I do a knowledge check to see if skeletons can be frightened? You absolutely may. All right. That's using your noggin. Oh, okay. So I know I've been rolling high, but I legit just just did get a nat 20. Okay. Stop stealing my good rolls. I know. I, like, never get good rolls. This is amazing. So, Use your sleight of hand, steal them back. Your 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 sort of bardic reflexes kick in, and you go to throw a sort of beguiling performance to cast fear amongst these skeletons, and then your discipline kicks in, and you're like, wait, if these are regular skeletons, then they're being constructed and they're being guided by some sort of force. They're not really manipulatable in any way. So, no, fear wouldn't work on them. Okay, I caught myself. I'm getting to be a much better role player. I'm so proud. I am too. <sighs> I've seen you come a long way. Okay, um, I'm going to do um, Shatter again. Okay. And then it's just another DC 14. Mm-hmm. They all failed again, all five of them. Roll damage. Nice. All right. 12? Yeah. Again, all five of the skeletons this time are 
blown to bits and are scattered across the hallway. Nice. Sorry, guys. I'll leave the next batch to you. Damn, Vala. I'm going to have to start calling you the bone shatter. Yes, yes, you absolutely should. <laughs> All right, so do you guys proceed? Carefully. Okay. You guys travel another 20, 30, 40, 50 feet, and about 60 feet, make a perception check with advantage. Whoever's in front. Yeah. If we're in the back, do we get advantage? Uh, no, I'm only asking the front line to make the check at all. Oh, gotcha. 23. Go, go with that one. It okay. was four for both of them. <laughs> okay. So this time, it's Leonara who slaps her hand out in Pahokwe's chest and goes, Wait a second, your big hooves almost stepped on something. And uh, Leonara, you see, once again, the exact same layout. A spear trap with a very, you know, simple pressure plate trigger, triggering mechanism and then past the where the spears would come out, a pair of door pressure plates that lead to doors that are closed. All right, well, don't step on those things. Let's go on up to the doors. Okay. I don't step on those things. Do you guys try to open the doors? Uh, I I want to do a. Is is there a chalk perception mark? Perception or investigation uh, on the door. I'm sorry. What was your question about the chalk? Is there a chalk mark on the wall around here? Yes. So we just circled around. That seems to be the case. Infinity loop. Ooh, I've always wanted to do this. Um, I go like as far as I can, and then kind of like stick my arm out to where I, I think the the reloop would be to see if I can be on both sides of the room at once. So, you run forward sixty feet. Yes, without stepping on the things. Okay, you run forward sixty feet into the darkness. You are unsure how far you are. You are in the darkness. Oh, that was a dumb idea. I, I thought that it would, like, reset itself like it did the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, you, um... all just see, you all just see your rogue, I have an idea, and just run into the darkness. Guys, I don't know if that was a good idea. That was definitely not a good idea. Um, I'm going to cantrip cast light as I'm, like, jogging forward. I'm going to, like... Are you all okay. trying to keep up with her? I'm going to wait right here and keep an eye out. Okay. I'm going to call after her and, like, shout. Be like... Uh, wait a minute. Leonora, are you there? So, do any of you guys follow her, or is it just her going forward? Yeah, I want to, like, once I realize it's in the darkness and this wasn't doing what I expected it to do, I want to, like... Backtrack. All right. Well, you you run a substantial like thirty feet forward, and you're like at least ten feet into the darkness. I mean, you look you look back, and you can see your party in the distance, but you've left Pahokwi's Driftgo light some ways ago, and then you hear it: bones clanking, chain and shield clattering in the darkness, right next to you. 
<laughs> I want to stay as still as I can. Maybe they're like bees. Make a stealth check. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen plus nine is twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. So you slap your back against the wall and make yourself as flush to it as you can, and you can hear distinctly five sets of footsteps clatter down the hallway past you. All right. I'm on the inside now. So a moment passes after Leonora has gone into the darkness. So <clears throat> I yelled after her. Did I hear any response? No. Do you all move past the trap? So I'm pretty concerned. Um, I'm going to like move forward and, and cast light trying to look for her. All right. Um, you... I'll move past the trap, but mm -hmm. I'll um, take care to avoid it. Um because it, it's still outlined in chalk and she pointed it out, so. Right, yeah, like, it's very obvious. As long as you guys don't say you do anything super brash, like, I'm not going to gotcha with this. Mm-hmm. So, you move past the trap. Has everyone moved past the trap, or is it just Vala? Um, I'm going to move past the trap. Um, you said that there are uh, unlit torches on the walls, correct? Yes. Um, in addition to my drift globe, because my... Uh, pack has torches and a tinder box. Yep. Um, I'm gonna light a torch and light the torches as we go after. So do oh, you wait. light one of your personal torches and then you light a torch with it? Yeah, I'm gonna use it to light torches as we go. Okay, so you light your so torch just fine. Sorry, I'll give it to you in just a second. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So you light your torch just fine. No problem. I mean, the air's a little dank, but it's not gonna prevent you from lighting your torch. But then you light the brazier, and it takes the flame very quickly. It's almost as if this wood has been treated for exactly this purpose. But a moment later, I mean, the seconds after you remove your torch, the flame just dies, almost as if it was deprived of oxygen. Hmm. Vala, what you got? Oh, um, I want to note that I did cast light on the ceiling. Yes. Um, is that light still there? No. You mean from, like, before? Or yeah, you're casting it now? No, right. um, from before. No, no, no. It lasts that's, an hour. That's not there. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to continue carefully going towards Vala, that, or towards Nara. Alright, so has everyone passed the trap? Necro? Malos? Can I light one of my own torches? Yes. Like I said, and continue to wait here by this door. Okay, so past the trap, but next to the two doors. Yes. Okay. Necro? Um, I'll walk past the trap, and I'll stay with Nala. Okay. So, Vala, you stepped forward, and Pahukwa, you two stepped forward as well, right? Yeah. So, pretty quickly, after you pass that area, I mean, you could still look back and see Nalos, his trident in his hand, his torch flickering in the darkness... And then you can hear it. Clanking of bones and chain and weapons in the dark. 
and soon enough, quickly before you, breaching your drift globe's out, outer reaches of light, some skeletons are coming forward. No Leonara in sight. Well, I'm ready for battle. Okay. Leonara, you can see that the the skeletons are obscuring the light that your Bahokwe friend is holding. So you can see that they're coming towards you and that you need to, that you could go back and engage them in combat if you wanted. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely going to, but I want to sneak up behind them um, so that they don't know that I'm there until I attack. Okay. All right. Roll for initiative. You three. Okay. D20. You can stay on the table. <laughs> 23. Sex. 13. Alright, Leonara, you're first. Okay. Um, I would like to uh, make a stealth roll up behind them. Uh, oh, I guess what What's the order that they're in? Are they just in a straight? They're like a like they're like I... they're like the side of a six sided die of the five. There's two, then one, then two. Oh, all of my dice are numerical. Uh, oh, okay, no, that'll say. Okay, that's not that's not so bad then. Um, yeah, so I would like to stealth up behind, you know, the the rear left one. Mm-hmm. The one closest to me on my left. And then attack it? Yeah. Alright. You've already stealthed past their perception, so you can just make the attack check. Sweet. And because they're not perceiving you, you are making this attack with advantage. Awesome. And they'll get sneak attack. Yep. Oh, I definitely need that advantage. So I rolled another one. Um, okay. 12, 15, 16, 17. You hit. Roll damage. Sweet. This might be the first time you have rolled, like, regular rolled, regular rogue sneak attack damage this entire campaign. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, four. this is like a big moment. Well, all her other sneak attacks have been due to um, uh, swashbuckler stuff. Yeah. This is awesome. Okay, so... 22. 21. 21. Alright, that's more than enough damage. You just execute that one skeleton. So in the back... Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I also yell, Hey guys, I'm fine! Alright, so... The skeletons don't turn to register her, but you can hear Leonara's voice in the back after a quick, like, blow renders one of the skeletons in the back row to ash. You can see her in the back, like, kind of wave. And, uh, Vala, you're up. Alright. <clears throat> I have caught on that this is loop, and I want to preserve some of my spells, so I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. Okay. And, um, I, I, I'm going to pick the ugliest skeleton, Okay. 
and mock it. All right. And then this is a wisdom save for him? It is, yes. It doesn't matter. He failed horribly. Roll your damage. Um, eight. He is, um, like, the sort of skull, like, breaks apart into pieces, and the whole rest of the skeleton just sort of loses its ability to hold its form together and falls into a pile of bones. Can I say I blow minds? <laughs> All right, Hook me, you're up. Uh, I hit the skeleton with <laughs> my face. Right. Roll to hit. Sixteen. You hit. Roll damage. Four. You kill it. It You bash it, and it smacks against the wall and falls apart into a bunch of pieces. Yeah. Would you like to hit another one? I would. All right. Roll it a hit. Twelve. You hit. Roll damage. Eight. So I just kind of imagine that you just like slam your glaive against one and it just breaks against the wall and then you just turn your grip and smash the other direction and break another one against the wall. That would make sense if I was using my glaive and not just javelin. Whatever. You do it with your javelin. Okay. These guys aren't terribly resilient if you hadn't picked up. Okay. All right. So there is one skeleton left and you guys are all run out of your turns. It tries to walk past Pahokwi. It's it's trying to leave your threat range on the other side of you. It doesn't seem to attack you all at all. Do you hit it? Um, I think this is a weird thing to see, so I want to see what happens. So you don't take your attack of opportunity? No. Guys, do you see this? All right. It takes its whole turn to move down the hallway towards Nalos and Necro. Uh, Nalos and Necro, you guys see this skeleton walking past your party, <coughs> sort of clambering down the hallway and towards you all. Do you all want to act? Can I yell to to the party? Or like the, yeah. the ones that I was able to sort of see a wall pass. Yeah, but you can kind of see them. I mean, they're only like 50 feet yeah. away and they have their own light source, so. Okay. I'm just going to yell. You, you guys missed one. Yeah, it's just walking. I don't know. It's so weird. Maybe it knows the way out. I don't know. That. See, we're thinking the same. So, Necro, Should... do you take any action? Uh, yeah. Why the Why the hell not? Or actually, nah. I, I have appreciation for dead things. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna let it walk. All right, Nalos. Do you just let it walk because it's approaching you guys? I guess so. All right. This thing blissfully walk past right past you two, intentionally steps on the footplate, and triggers the spear trap smathering it into a dozens of pieces and one of the braziers in the hallway lights up 
Guys, why did you step on the thing? I didn't. The skeleton did. Yeah, but look. I point at the brazier. Hmm. Maybe this is a big puzzle. And we're meant to trigger these traps. What do you guys think? Can I hop off of Chesapeake? Yes. Okay, so having seen where this trap just skewered that skeleton... Right. Is there a way that I can be, like, out of reach of that and just kind of, like, hit the pressure plate with my trident? Yes. And remain, like, not harmed? Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna do that. So, there's... So, the skeleton stepped on the spear trap. Spears Uh came out of the walls. They stay there. When you tap the button... Mm -hmm. those spears fall apart into splinters and new spears jut out of the wall and like clang against your trident, but stay there like a wall, like a fence almost. Did any more torches light? No. Huh. And that one stayed lit. It didn't like go out. It's it's still lit. Maybe because it's where the skeleton died, do we have to like lure them and kill them on top of the traps? Or the, on top of the pressure plates? It's a possibility. Alright. It's obvious that these things are connected somehow, and you wouldn't just do this for no god's damned reason. So about a minute has passed since the skeleton stepped on the trap, and then the brazer goes out. Hmm. We need more skeletons. So, anybody want to be lured as we go on down this path? I don't know. You were just so good at it. I mean, yes, but I think it's somebody else's turn. Well, you're so good at spotting the traps also, Nara. Just such a great rogue. Wow. But if I get skewered, I'm going to be super mad. It's fine. You'll be okay. So what do you all do? Um... Find more skeletons. So do you guys, like, group back up and move on together, or do you stay fractured like you are? I have an idea. Okay. Nara, in case you get into trouble going forward, I have a rope. We could tie it to your waist, and then I yank you with my incredible strength back if you get into too much trouble. The skeletons are nowhere near fast enough to outrun my biceps. Sure. I'd love to be tied up by you, Bohokri. Brazing. I I tie the rope around her waist. Okay. So have you all grouped back up? I think I uh, still want to wait by this spot. And I can... Bohokri and I can still talk to each other because of the, the sending stones that we were given, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll I'll wait here. 
I want to see if you guys end up back on the other side or not. Okay, that's fair, because, like you said, we can still stay in contact with Sending Stones. So. Alright, so... I'll uh, stay with Nalos. So um, Vala and Nalos are staying. Me and Nara are going, and... Uh, Necro? Yeah, Necro. Yeah, Necro. Uh, I'll go with Poe and Nara. Right. So you three go forward, and you just walk. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 feet forward. Yeah, and my rope is 50 feet, so that's as far as you can go ahead of me, Nara, and not get stopped. Okay. Can you guys we keep going? still see their light? Uh, not really. I mean, you can okay. see the, the faint vestiges in the distance, but... But not well. Okay. No. Do we see anything as we're walking? No, it just seems like bland notice notice featureless hallway for tens upon tens upon feet. And no more traps or anything? No, nothing. Hmm. You've traveled a hundred feet now. Nothing. Perhaps a little bit forward, and then we'll go back for the part. Right. You go another ten, another one hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty, hundred and fifty. Nothing. Hmm. What do you think, Nara? Use the sending stone. They're like, have you guys found anything? We can't see you from here anymore. Can I hear him? Like yeah. nothing's interfering? Okay. Yep. Uh, I respond in my brain voice. No, ain't shit. Uh, 50 more feet and then turn around. Okay. Over the course of that, you know, 150 to 200 feet further, there's nothing. Maybe we should turn around and get everybody else. Perhaps if we go back the other way a bit, retrace our steps. Yeah, we could have missed something. Yeah, agreed. Right. Not done something correctly to make whatever it is we want to happen, happen. So you guys have gone easily 200 feet away from your party, but only after about 15, 20 feet turn, turning back can you already <laughs> see Nalos in the distance. My brain hurts. So you meet back up with the party. You guys are all together again. So it didn't work? Um, We went really far. And when we turned around to come back, you guys were really close. Nowhere near as far as we had walked away from you. Huh. Did you move at all? No. We've been right here. This place makes my brain hurt. <clears throat> Maybe it's some kind of spell. Does anybody... anybody... 
Does anybody have something that might dispel, say, magic? That would probably be your druid that's not here. He's not here. (laughs) Don't we have... Or maybe you guys can just figure out the puzzle. Don't we have a wand of that, though? Is that not what wand? I don't know. I thought that was, like, detect I have a wand of... Yeah. We have have a wand of detect poison. So it's okay. Um, okay. Um, so the traps need more skeletons to trigger them so that they can be all used up and then we can go through the door. That's what we think at least. Perhaps, or at least all the traps. Maybe if we trigger all the traps safe and separately, it's going to separate us, but perhaps lighting all of these brazers. Will cause something. Could we, we all have heavy stuff in our bags that we could use to trigger them at the same time? Our druid also can summon animals that we can send to the slaughter once more, but <laughs> we can't do that either. Um, <clears throat> um, we so could we need... try one of these doors. Just like try it, even though it's probably a trap? I mean,. Who would trap a door? That's rude. I'll just... I'm gonna open one. Which one? Uh... The one on the left. Okay. You open that door, and Uh it seems to be a storage room. Lots of uh, broken kegs with a rotten sort of forgotten smell of ale in the room. Several mm. broken wine bottles, tons of molded and disgusted-looking food that was probably at some point edible, but it looks to like it's some sort of, um, well, what's the word? Root cellar? Yeah, let's go with that. It, it's clearly, this is a chamber where a lot of food was stored. Hmm. And it's a simple, like, it's it's a walk-in closet, almost, in size. Like, you walk in, it's maybe 5 feet by 15 feet. The whole thing. Oh, is it like a pantry? That's what I'm looking for. That was the word. A pantry. Thank you. Ah, okay. Can I... Is it perception or investigation if I were to look for, like, more of those uh, pressure plates? It'd be a perception. And then investigation to understand them. Okay. Give it a shot. Well, that's a five. You find nothing. Just, you know, the mainstays of a pantry. Shelves, food. Spoiled, of course, but food. Huh. That's a bummer that Martin starved to death. Like There might have actually been food here before. Well, guys, there's nothing in here. It wasn't even trapped, see? It all worked out. Hmm. Are there any other doors over there you can see, Nalos? Yeah, there were two doors. One on either side of the hallway directly facing each other, right after the spear trap. Yeah. Can so I, I do... the one on the left, and there's still the one on the right side. Yeah. So, Vala, what do you got? Um, I just want to do, like, a perception check to try and see if I can sense any kind of illusion in, like, the room. In the pantry? Yeah. Give me an Arcana check for that instead. Oh, sure, sure. Oh. 
Yeah, I got a three. Okay. I mean, there's doesn't seem to be anything mad, mad, magical. There doesn't seem to be anything magical going on in this pantry. Cool. Just pantry, guys. That checks out. You sure there's nothing magical? God damn it. <laughs> Fucking rocks fall. Campaign over. God damn it. Do you guys, what, so what do you guys do now? I don't know. Let's check the other side. Okay. The other door opens with stepping on the pressure plate. No one dies from that. And it seems to be an armory. Rudimentary armory, but an armory. There's several racks of plate and chain mail. Uh, I should say several suits of plate and chain mail. They all seem to be of dwarven make. And a couple weapon racks with spears and, you know, war axes and double-bladed axes and pole axes. A lot of axes. I'm going to put my hand out to Pahokwi and be like, don't pick up anything. I had a really bad dream where we were somewhere like this. God damn it. <laughs> so, have we gone into the room? I don't know. Have you? Well, sure. I don't... Oh. <laughs> okay. Not? It's just a room. Well, I'm on the other side of a wall of spears with Nara and uh, Necro, so... No, you guys are on the same side. Oh, are we? Yeah, There's you went forward, right? Um, yeah, then I totally want to go in this room. And yep. I am not listening. I'm totally picking stuff up. Okay. Um, I'm going to do an Arcana check. Sure. Um, to see if there's anything magical or illusionary about this room. Sure, go ahead. Roll it out. <sighs> Seven. I used up all my good rolls earlier. Killing stupid skeletons. Uh, okay. No, there doesn't seem to be anything special going on in this room. And Leonora, you pick up a like a hand axe, and it seems like a really well weighted. It's it the the blade is still oiled. Who knows how long these weapons have, and armor have been down there, but they're still in immaculate condition. Trap or treasure, guys? What do you think? I'm not even convinced any of this is real. Um, <clears throat> is there any dust in the room? Uh, a little bit. Hmm. Um, I know you said not to pick up anything, and Nara just did, but I want to scan the room for any... Do I see any javelins or glaives? Yeah. A couple of each. In fact, probably there's like a barrel with like 50 javelins in it. Um, I want to go, like, pick up one of the javelins and kind of, like... It's perfectly balanced. The blade is sharp, oiled, and even has, like, a leather, um, sheath for the point. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Strong hardwood shaft. It's a very finely crafted javelin. I'm going to I'm going to take three and put okay. them in like my javelin uh, carry thing whatever is on my back for that sure you have three javelins three three more javelins yeah maybe we'll see I don't know if it's an illusion or not um, then I don't want to like inspect a glaive okay it again finely crafted uh, seems to have withstand how long, it, however long it's been down here. 
and still is in pristine condition. Hmm. Alright, well... Okay, so we go back to maybe we all have to move forward. Something about the the trick. We'll see if we can find Perhaps. all those skeletons again. Okay. So do you guys bunch up and move forward? Yeah. I'm gonna bring this glaive with me. Sure. Um as we continue down the hallway this time, mm -hmm. can I can I use that piece of chalk and uh just start numbering the, the torches on the wall. Sure. Just in order as we come across them. Yeah. You guys number the torch taunches and brazers along the walls. You pass all the splintered and destroyed skeletons. And after 60 or so feet, Leonara can point it out before even walking up to it. You've seen this trap four times now. And you can say, there's the spear trap and there's the two doors door pressure plates just past it. And there's your mark on the wall, Nalos. So if we avoid the traps, the skeletons should appear. Should. So let's see if we can get it to happen again. And we'll just yeah. we'll just let them go this time. So you guys all pass the trap? Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, maybe it was hard to tell at some point, um, but Pahokui, you realize the glaive you're holding is no longer the glaive you picked up, but your regular glaive. And those three javelins are missing. Mm. And you guys pass the trap. And do you all continue to move forward? Yeah, may as well. All right. 20, 25 feet forward, you can start to hear the clack and clink of skeletal foots down the hallway. And soon enough, there's some amount of skeletons entering Pahokui's torch and drift globe light. All right. I can't believe I'm saying it this time, guys. Nobody smash. Okay. Alright, the skeletons just sort of clamor down the hall towards you all, and as they approach, does anyone act? They're within ten feet. I feel like we should all, like, grab one and grapple them and bring them over to the different pressure plates on the... Um, I am not going to engage them. Let's just see where they go. But I will be on guard. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just and gonna watch them walk. All right. You go. You guys just sort of freeze. Maybe move out of the way. Maybe you don't. But all five skeletons just kind of like push past you all, as if this was just like a crowded street, and walk past you all. And after they pass you and get ready to walk into the spear trap, they form into a single file line, and one after another. They purposely step on the spear trap, get shattered by the spears, and one of the brazers lights up. And two, and three, and four, and five. And on the fifth one, all five brazers light up, 
and then blaze even even more powerfully. And you can see the entire hallway now. And then, Leonara, you notice this. You see the pl- the the pressure plate for the spear trap flip till to become an inert tile in the floor. Oh yay, guys! The hallway like that. Good job. And then you guys can see in the distance a large chamber with a warm orange light in the distance. And then you can see behind you where you came from, the chamber door to the main chamber where this whole dungeon started opens up as well. Maybe 50 feet ahead is where the door opens up to that orange light. Shall we investigate that light? Yeah. I walk towards the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Okay. I follow. I do that. As you guys approach the room, it's hot. You can feel it starts to get much hotter than the rest of the dungeon was. And then you realize why. There's a huge crucible in the middle of the chamber suspended above a large pool of lava that's heating the crucible. And along... One side of the the circular chamber's perimeter, you see rusted and decayed dwarven armaments, and on the other side, decayed dwarven armors. And then you hear some chittering and chattering, and then a pair of weird cave cricket-like monsters with long-feeling antenna that glow gently in the orange light. They screech, roll for initiative. Fifteen. Twelve. Also twelve. Nine. Also twelve. <laughs> Alright, Necro, what's your dexterity score? Uh seventeen. Plus... Nalos? Ten. And Pahogui. Pahogui, what's your deck score? Oh, 13. Sorry, I didn't press the button. Alright, so, Necro, do you want to go first of the three twelves, or do you want to give that up to someone else? I'll go first. Okay. And then, Pahokwi, do you want to go second, or do you want to give that to Nalos? I'll give it to Nalos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright. It's fucking embarrassing. All right. We fighting shitty crickets. No, just my initiative rolls suck. All right, Leonara, you're up. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so there's how many of them? Two, and they seem to be about the size of like uh, like a small horse, almost like pony sized. Um, I'm gonna quickly. Kind of call out and be like, guys, do we kill these ones or do we let them go? Mm. Kill them if they come back. Let's kill it. Yeah. All right. Then I will. How far away from them am I? Maybe 15 feet. Like they sort of sprang out of the rust piles. Okay. Um. Are they far enough away where I can, like, draw one of them 
um, a way to not be near the other one. So you can get your swashbuckler bonus? Yeah. Uh, no, they're right next to each other. Okay, fine. Well, then I go for the one on the left. Okay. All right, so you're standing next to the one on the left. Do you attack it? Yep. Roll it. Uh, eight. You miss. I know. All right, um, Necro, you're up. Um, how close are these creatures to us? Uh, they're about fifteen, twenty feet away from the party. Um, uh, I'm gonna shoot a Eldritch blast. At, uh, I guess the one to the left of me. All right, so the same one Leonardo went for? Yeah. All right, roll to hit. You have two bolts now, don't you? Uh, 16. 16? That hits. Do you have two bolts for Eldritch Blast? Yeah. So go ahead and roll the other one as well. Uh, 14. That also hits. Roll damage for both. So you can roll 2d10 plus whatever. What was it? Uh, just once. Oh, sure. Up next, up next is Nalos. Eight. All right. Eight damage in total between both. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, your two Eldritch Blasts slam into this thing and it screeches in its little skittery voice, uh, but it doesn't kill it. Nalus, you're up. Make a handle animal check. Yeah. Uh, That's a five. Okay. Um, you can tell Chesapeake does not like being in this room and yeah. wants to leave. Yep. Uh, I'm going to hop off and tell her it's okay. You don't have to go in here. It's too hot. I know. And she scuttles back into the hallway. Um, and then I'm going to, I guess, go to that one they've been hitting. Yeah. Uh, and I'll take a stab with my trident. Go for it. That is a natural 20. All right. Max damage. Okay. Uh, that's 11. Okay. Roll for your other hit. Okay. That's 24. That hits. Uh, and 8 damage. 8? Yep. All right. It dies. Yeah, they're just bugs. It's It's fine. And, uh... Yeah, screw it. I'll action surge. Okay. Make two stabs at the, the other one that's close right. by. Go for it. Roll. Just roll both your heads together. Yep. Uh, that was a 12. And a 20. Well, the 20 hits. 
That's seven damage. Okay. So, yeah, this thing gets wounded for sure, but doesn't doesn't die. And uh, that's all I got. Pahokwe, you're up. Um, I'm going to take a stab at it with my jab. Okay. Nine to hit? Yeah. You get two attacks, right? Yep. I'm going to do my second. Good. 21. Well, that'll hit. Yeah. And damage is eight. Eight? All right. Yep. Vala, you're up. Okay, so how many are... In the room? Just the one. Just the one? All right. I'm going to uh, mock it viciously. Sure. It passes the check. The wisdom check? Yeah, I assumed that was a 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it passed. Okay. Then... I think it just... That's it. Okay. Um. Hold on. Um... Okay, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to... Who's close... Who's next in the initiative order? Would I know? Um, you kind know of that a, you're last because you're the fifth of the party and you know that Leonardo went first. Okay, I'm gonna um, Bardic Inspiration Leonara. Okay. Thank you. That's a D8. Nice. All right. So this... Uh, this Monster is going to reach out its two feelers at Pahokwi. Oh, that's a natural. All right. So yeah. one of them, like, sort of swats at your javelin, Pahokwi, in your hand. And you sort of move your javelin out of the way. But then the other antenna reaches up and grabs all of the javelins in your container, your quiver, or however you want to put it. Yeah. And you can see as you turn your head as its antenna destroys all of the spearheads on the javelins and rusts them immediately. Oh! And then it curls up that little pile of rust and feeds it to its mouth. And a bunch of its wounds close. My... My javelins! You son of a bitch! Uh, it then hops up to the top of the crucible and then hops back down to stand right next to Necro. Uh, it is Leonara's initiative. Oof. Okay. Well, I don't want it to hurt my friends. Um. So. Uh, I'm sorry. Was it the one that I just stabbed that had gone? No, the other, the other one. The the one you attacked got butchered oh okay cool awesome then yeah i'm gonna go chase down the other guy all right well you're flanking it so you're getting advantage on attack Ooh, net 20 all right roll or just maximize your sneak attack damage oh geez okay it's dead yeah i kill it yeah no you you See this thing 
pounce towards Necro, and you're like, oh, hell nah. You run up and get right behind it and just put, you just sort of vivisect this thing. Not viv. I said that again. You um, s- sort of just slice this thing in twain. Eviscerate? Is that what you're trying to say? Let's go with that. Yeah, no, you you downright kill this thing in one blow. Ah, two for two. Alright, so you guys are no longer on initiative. I want to stomp the shit out of its body. Okay, you do that. In revenge for my javelins. It's it's okay, Pahokui. I I can give you one of my javelins. I still have one. It's fine. I'm just glad it didn't eat like my armor or anything. It's uh, cool. You're such a great warrior. You only need one javelin. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so this room is really hot. Like I, I'm not a fan. Can we figure out what we do here and and please leave it? Yes. So you see that the crucible that's it, like hung up. You know, it's it's not full of molten metal. It's back. There's very little in there, and it seems to very clearly be a chain pulley system to be pulled down and pour molten metal into a large cup. A large, like, stone vessel that could be moved. You know, guys, the last time we saw a, a giant vessel that needed to be filled by something, it was filled and then hurt us all. But I don't I- really want to get hurt by molten metal. It yelled at us in, in Dwarven, and uh, those amongst us who knows how to speak Dwarven seem to have forgotten how to speak Dwarven at that time. None of us so can. maybe they remember. Or seem to have, uh, Vala can cast Comprehend Languages to be able to understand it. <clears throat> so maybe we need it, maybe if we get it to yell at us in Dwarven again, she can tell us what it's yelling and that might help us. Uh, but... But it just looks like a, a crucible thing with, like, halfway full of molten metal. Yeah, but not very full. Like, not even halfway full. Are there other metal things around? Is there, like, a fire? Yeah, like, a con- like, like, this crucible is over a bed of lava. Okay. Um, are, I'm going to look around the room. Are there other metal things around? There is tons of formerly metal things. But all of the weapons and armor on these racks have been destroyed by those creatures that were just here. Okay, um, looking at the crucible, how much metal would it do I think would take to fill it? Depends on I mean, probably just a couple of metal items. Okay. Um <clears throat> if we had to sacrifice stuff, I I can um I've got a crowbar I can throw in. Well, all right, hold on. The whole hallway is still lit, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, hold on. 
I'll be back in a second. And I'm going to run out to the hallway mm -hmm. and lead Chesapeake back down to what I'm guessing is like sort of the midpoint where sure. that one was. Yeah. And open the door on the right would, hand side. Would now be your left. Yeah. Yeah. There's the uh, armory of dwarven weapons there still. Okay. And I'm just going to like grab a bunch of things that look like they're made of a lot of metal. Uh huh. Uh, and like pile them onto my saddle. Okay. Wow, I'm glad Pahokwe's a crab and not like a horse because this mm. would not work. What? A horse. You mean Chesapeake's a crab? Yep. I am no crab. <laughs> uh, clack, clack. And then you get her to schlep back. all the weapons back to the other room. Like, see, now we'll just throw these into the, the crucible. Mm -hmm. That's what you all keep calling it. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so you guys throw a bunch of these metal dwarven weapons into the crucible, and in short order, they melt down and increase the liquid level inside the crucible. Does it look like there's any traps around here or anything that's going to yell at us? Any, what was the first noun you said? Any what? Anything that's going to yell at us? No, I mean, this room is relatively simple looking. You there's said like there's a... a giant container? Yeah, like there's clearly a large chain that can be pulled to pull the crucible down to pour the liquid hot metal into this big stone basin that could be moved. I pull the thing. Okay. So you pull the crucible down and molten metal flows out and into the stone container. Pokui, I think we should push this back to the statue. I agree. I'm just going to do it. Alright. So you guys finagle and get this huge immensely heavy stone cup filled with liquid metal back down to the main chamber. What do you do with it? Um, pour it into the hands that are like a spouted cup. All right. You yeah, pour it into that. Pour it there? You pour it in, I cast um, comprehend languages. Okay. If that's okay. When they do that, I want to like sidestep to like the closest I can be to the side of the statue where that water did not fly out. And hit us. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so the cup is full with liquid metal as it's still beginning to cool. The statue lifts the cup to its mouth. It pours the hot liquid metal into the statue. It Its hands animate instead of just this simple lift and crushes the stone, the, the stone cup that was in its hands. And it beats its stone fists against its chest. And in Dwarven, it bellows. Ah, a fine feast that could rouse me from my slumber. If only I knew how to stand and had the heart to move forward. Um, I'm going to relay that to my companion. We gotta find his heart and his brain. Uh. So his heart must be behind one of the other doors and his brain's behind the other one. Or legs. Good thinking. I don't know, but yeah. 
Well, if he has a, a concave forehead and a concave chest. Ah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the places where you would put his brain and his heart. But I suppose through door yeah. two across the hall or chamber. Okay. It is a simple hallway. Uh huh. Just like the one before, except it is already lit. Can we see something at the end? Uh, it's about 100 feet, and then you can see the hall turns into a four-way intersection. All right. Hmm. We're not going to fix this just standing here. Yep, get your chalk ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys make it to that first four-way intersection. You can see to your left is a corner that turns to the right. Look to your right, you see a corner that turns to the left. And dead ahead is another four-way intersection with a large, almost, um, like, wheel of pain from, like, Conan. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> nope. Okay, um, it's like a wheel on a old-school ship, except it's horizontal instead of vertical. Okay. Oh, oh, like a, like a miller. Weird. Yeah, yeah, okay. You just you break somebody's spirit by forcing them to push it until <laughs> they either die or starve. Or give up. <laughs> Shoutouts to Conan fans. Yeah. Awesome. Like that. There you go, Leonor. Except nowhere near that big. It's really kind of just the spokes in the center of that four way intersection. Mm-hmm. I could push it anyway if it was that big. It would be easier to push if it was that big. Because you could use more... Never mind. <laughs> Alright. So, what what do you all do with this? Well... guess we should go check out... That, uh... That wheel thing up okay. ahead. Alright, you yeah. check out that wheel thing. Can I try to turn it? Yes. Okay. With great effort, you can start to get the, the mechanism to move. Alright. Alright, as you begin to turn it, the chamber you're in and all the other chambers you can see spin. Oh. Ooh. Uh. Hmm. You keep, do you keep pushing or do you let go? I'll let go. Seeing it, that I was starting to, to move the rooms. It reverts. It's like slides back until it's re- original position. Okay. Huh. Now, did it reveal anything new, or did it just turn the rooms around? Uh, he started to turn the rooms and stopped. I saw that it was moving the rooms, and I, I didn't want to continue to do that without us sure. having some semblance of plan. <clears throat> um, maybe the doors will go somewhere else once they're turned. 
That's what I'm thinking. Can I see anything? Because you said this is another four-way intersection? Yeah, so in all four directions, well, I guess the way you came is a four-way intersection. In front of you is a three-way, to your left is a three-way, and to your right is a four-way intersection. But the four-way intersection stops at a sheer wall. Okay. Maybe if we turn this wheel enough, we can get these rooms to turn and get a clear path forward. What do you guys think? Worth a shot. Yeah, do it. I'm gonna give a big old flex and then, Nalos, you wanna turn this wheel with me? Yeah. Uh, I turn that wheel. Alright, you turn it about Nalos. a quarter rotation. Uh -huh. And you can feel it lock into place. Do you push it past that point? Uh, is that still a blank wall on the one side? Yes. Then sure. Yeah. Alright. Once you push it a second time, you can see that that four-way intersection leads into another chamber. Hmm. Does, Does it, it go all the way? in the place again? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna let go and then like back off just a little bit just in case it like snaps mm -hmm. nope it rests okay. in place alright well but you see the way you've come is now a sheer wall mm. okay well I guess let's see what's ahead of us and we'll just turn this back okay down the new way forward is a similar to the crucible chamber a sort of dome like larger area uh, but unlike before you're not greeted with a hot unpleasant chamber but your nostrils are assaulted with a acrid sulfuric smell um I'm gonna pull my poncho up over my snap and you can see before you, there is a large pool of gently bubbling yellowish water. And it's quite clear. At the bottom of this somewhat sizable pool that's maybe 20 feet deep and only about 15 feet across, there lies at the bottom a sort of purple crystalline object. Mm. Can I, like take so it just it smells sulfur 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 like yeah yeah this room smells like farts can i just kind of like dip one of my fingers into the water it burns like a son of a bitch and you take two points of acid damage Okay. Um, that hurt. Looking around the room, is there anything like 
levers or another wheel or something or nope. a big old there is good do we still have the empty or whatever thing was holding the lava before we poured no. it in as far as i'm considered you I guys did not, not bring a gigantic stone cup with you no, and I think he crushed the cup like he was chugging a beer. Wasn't? Well, well, that was the cup he was already holding. Okay. Well, can we check back and get something and look back and like scoop out this liquid so it doesn't hurt us and by putting it into another container? There's nowhere else we could put it though. How much liquid is there? I I don't know. Does someone want to do a volumetric check can, about a fifteen? Can foot I look wide? down? Yeah. And just assess about how deep I think this probably is. 20 feet. Okay. Uh, I mean, I could probably get down there and get back up, but it's it's going to hurt a lot. So it looks like it's about 20 feet down. And what's the shiny object look like? It's hard to tell what the refractions of the water, but it's small and crystalline. So probably the heart or the brain. Hmm. Can anybody do anything to make this acid hurt me less? The druid, maybe, but nope. Does anyone have mage hand? Necro, could you send either of your ravens down there? Would they be hard? Oh, shit. Um, that's what I was just Let me check. Fuck it, I could try. Alright. Which of your birds do you send down there? Um, I guess I'll send my sentinel raven down to try to, to grab it. Okay. So, you have the sentinel raven, and then you have a ghost raven? Or do I have that backwards? The the sentinel raven, I guess, is my like ghost raven, and then okay. I have a... My minion is also That's uh, right. a crow. Right. Alright, so yeah. You send your, your, your sentinel raven down there, and he seems completely unaffected by the acid. Oh, yeah. Um, can he grab the, the shiny thing? Yes. Okay, so I'll co- telepathically tell uh, Ghost Raven, hey, bud, can you grab that shiny thing and bring it back up here? He does. And as he breaches the acid, you can see in clear view... What is a crystalline brain made out of the same purple crystal that you all found in Maru's bed? The plot thickens. Cool. Uh, so let's go, uh, I guess, give. Uh, I'll tell uh, Ghost Raven to fly back into the main chamber and put the brain in the effigy, the statue. It can't because there is a wall of sheer stone in the way. Uh, 
Yeah, don't worry, guys. We'll just turn this right back around. Yep, yep. Strong boys. All right. So you guys go back into the wheel chamber together, all of you? Uh, I guess, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you do with the wheel? Uh, unturn it. Turn it the other way. Okay. And you turn it one click, and it's still a sheer wall. Uh-huh. And then a second click, and everything's reverted to how it was before. You can no longer access the acid chamber, but you can go back to the main chamber. Uh, I guess let's go back to the main chamber with our newfound brain. All right. He only had a brain. So, you are back in the main chamber with the crystalline brain. All right. We put it in his head. All right. All right. Ghost Raven puts it in its head. All right, so the ghost raven places the brain in his head, and one of the hands reaches up and smears the stone around his head from the wall as if it was made of clay and encases the brain in that stone, which immediately rehardens. And he goes, and you can hear him bellow once again in dwarven. Ah, now I can think and think clearly. But I still do not have... The desire to raise myself. Okay. Well, guess it's time to try door number three. Okay. Door number three reveals a short 10-foot hallway that then leads into a massive chamber. Of which there are scores and scores of, like, terracotta warriors, but are rust dwarves. Huh. Whoa. It's probably, like, 15 by, by 6. Like a, like a legitimate more than 100. That's a lot. That's a lot of dwarves. We should be careful. This is one of those... I don't like the look of this moments. Is there anything at the other end of the room? Like, can we see? No. This room seems to contain nothing other than these dwarves and a series of uh, runes etched into the wall along the wall to the left of the door you came in from. Well, let's inspect the runes. No one, none of you can read them. Mm. They're in Dwarven. Uh, I'm going to cast um, Tongues again. Does Tongues allow you to read all languages? No. Any languages. It does say understands any spoken language it hears when it speaks any creature that knows at least one language can hear and understand it. Okay. So I guess it doesn't explicitly apply to the written language. Then I do not cast that if that's possible. Sure. 
You guys want to throw some skill checks out there? I mean, yeah. I've seen the word copper, at least, in Dwarven. Can I try and, like... That word is used once. Is it? Okay. So... Can I just do, like, a perception check and get maybe a more detailed description of the room? Sure. Okay, I got an 18. So... As stated before, this is a simply massive chamber. It's a short chamber, but a massive chamber for all these, you know, terracotta rust warriors to be here. Um, You notice that all of these stone warriors are not holding stone weapons. They are holding metal live weapons with sharp edges that have been well maintained. They almost look identical to the kinds of weapons that were found in that armory chamber before. You notice also that the majority of these rust dwarf terracotta soldiers uh, look very similar, almost identical. But some of them have different marks, probably to denote rank. Okay. Um, And do I see any other features other than the terracotta dwarves? No, not whatsoever. Um, I'm going to go up and touch one of the dwarves. Um, it doesn't react. Although, getting this closer look, you realize that all of these terracotta rust dwarf soldiers have a sort of, like, small dome over where their heart would be that looks out of place. Um, well, can I go up to one? I, I guess these domes are visible enough that I would be yeah. able to like notice and try yeah. to remove the dome. Yeah. Any amount of force applied to it makes the old stone of that dome crumble away and reveal a concave place where a heart should be. When that does, the vacant eyes glimmer with a briefness of light, and the stone statue raises its weapon and cuts at you, and it attacks you. Okay. Uh, But a 14 doesn't hit your AC, does it? It does not. Once it misses it crumbles into a pile of stony dust. Huh. Maybe... I mean, it'll take a while, but we could just check all of them that way and try not to get hit. Unless somebody has a better idea. I don't know. Is there... So I'm going to walk through them. How many would are the terracotta soldiers are there? Uh, let's say there are about 150. I guess 149 now. Okay. Um, 
And it's just, there's no, like, door at the back of the chamber. It's just this. Yep. Um, do any of other, can I tell the rank of the, uh, so you said some, like, looked like they were different ranks. Um, are there any that look particularly fancier than the others? No. The only thing that denotes rank is a series of symbols upon, um, their sort of shoulders. But as far as you can tell, there's no, like, it's not like one, two, three, four chevrons. It's, it seems like each of these ranks are unique. I mean, there's repeats. Sorry, I said that poorly. Like, a bunch of them are of one rank, a bunch of them another rank, but it's not, like, it's not incredibly obvious without a skill check. Okay. Can I... I feel like investigation would still take forever to look through. I feel like that's just what we got to do. All right. Then I'll just make an investigation check. Try and compare uh, some of the, the symbols on one's, I guess. You see a bunch of them are actually copper. Huh. I also want to do a perception check or investigation check and see if I can find one that is unlike any other. You know, you said that there are a bunch of kind of repeating mm-hmm. chevrons. Um, I want to see if there's any that are individual. There's not chevrons. No, there are not, like, icons like chevrons. It's all words. Oh. Uh, okay. So you're trying to see if there's any of these that are unique. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to take some time. Does anyone else do anything? Um... I'll I'll help you look for that. And there's multiple eyes looking for a dwarf that's out of place. Two of the can I look at two of the ones that have copper written sure. on them? And can I just pull the, the dome off of them as well? Yeah. So you do that and one of them animates. Uh huh. And misses you and then crumbles into dust. Okay. The second one hits you. And deals eight points of slashing damage and then crumbles into dust. Okay. And they were both empty? Yep. So I I think the copper ones don't have it. So find a symbol that doesn't look like these. Okay. Do that. (coughs) So I'm going to swig a healing potion. All right. (laughs) All right. So you guys find three dwarves that have unique messages on their shoulders. Sorry, four that are unique. And you notice one of them has the word copper in their title, but it's more than just the word copper, unlike the ones that uh, Nalos destroyed that just said copper. Well, haven't found a better way to check this yet, so I'll take that gamble again, and I'll pull the dome off and see if I get hit. 
of the like the one that says copper with another word there. Okay. You find nothing there. It attacks you twice. And Ow. hits you once. You take eight more damage. So now there's only wasn't that one. There's only three of them that are unique. Maybe if we take all three of them off. I'll go to another one and um, do what he just Hold hold up, hold up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One last thing before you go, Vala. Nalos. Yeah. When you did that, uh-huh. over half of the other dwarven statues crumble to dust. Oh. Whoops. Sorry, go ahead, Val. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to uh, uh, slap Pahokwi on the back and be like, um, volunteering for... Uh, volunteering for this is indeed a, a hero's task. And I cast uh, Heroism, which makes you um, imbued with bravery and um, gives you immunity from being frightened, but it gives you a temporary hit um, uh, seven temporary hit points. So. Cool. Hopefully you will not have too much damage. Okay. Then what? Uh, I'll flip that down. On which one? There are three uniques left. Three uniques left? Uh, whichever one I'm closest to. Okay. All right. You pull the dome away and reveal a pumping crystalline red heart. It falls Found into it. your it falls into your hand and all of the remaining dwarves animate but they do not raise their weapons. They instead take a knee. Hmm. Huh. Look at that. You got it on the first try. Yeah. Second try. I mean, yeah. Well, I guess we got it, guys. Time to head back and put this heart in that dwarf. Hmm. Alright, as you all leave the chamber, you realize all of the dwarf terracotta warriors raise up and follow you all. Do they look like they mean harm? No. Are their weapons raised or anything? Only at, at, in like preparation and like stature. Like it's more like a disciplined hold rather than combat. Okay. I'm, I'm a little nervous about this. I don't want, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Well, the, the warriors pile into the main chamber with you all. You can see that there's a substantial amount of them missing, and so their formation looks a little more fragmented. But you can see the, the three dwarves statues with unique titles stand in front, and then there are lines of them behind them. Okay. And you guys put the heart back in the... 
the effigy. It again grabs some stone from the wall around it and plasters the heart into its chest. It then grabs the throne it's basically sitting in and pulls itself from the wall and stands tall, crosses its hands, and looks down at you all. You have risen, I, known as the Walker, to you people. It's now speaking in common, by the way. I will go back to the sun with you all, and with my army, who has seen better days, we will bring justice and harmony to the land above us, as was our creator's intention. Who is, your, who is your creator? I am not to tell you, for you are a mortal. Huh. Okay. Do you know Roderick the Pitless? Who? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so the chamber opens above you and the whole floor begins to rise. And after some time, you guys are back on the ground level. It is early morning, and the walker sort of bellows loudly in common that he has arisen and that this land will know his protection from any evil that would do on to them. And with that, we're going to end it tonight. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's session. I hope you guys enjoyed the dungeon. Uh, I've been your host and dungeon master, Kenny. I've had my fighter. Hey everyone. This has been Nick as Nalos. Thanks for listening. Our warlock. Hey, it's Cody as Necro. See you next time. Our barbarian. Hey guys, it's Pahokwe. See you soon. Our rogue. Bye, guys. See you next time. And our bard. Hey, it's Lauren. Thanks for joining us. Everyone have a nice night and thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. No, not next week. Oh, yeah. We're going on a little bit of a hiatus, but we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.